Liverpool. Hi. <laughs> hey, hi. Hello. Hello yeah. What's, What's up? up? We are back. Back again. Did I rate? When are we going to start publishing YouTube videos? Just so I can say, welcome back to our channel. <laughs> I don't even want to open our our resolutions for this year. Please don't even. But <laughs> I want to delete the note before I even look at it again. Because we kind of, we had like certain months of the year that we, that we wanted to have things done by. And then, let's be honest, this last three months have hit us with fucking reality. No, it's been bad. It's oh. been pretty bad. It's been pretty bad. Because I think we forgot that we are full-time students. <laughs> that is not even... It's also just family. Like, <gasps> yes! Other yo, obligations! Yo, hi, hi. Other things besides being a student uh-uh. has knocked us to the, the floor. But we still come every week here to offload. And then we chat. Yeah. Happy Pride Month! Be who you who are for your pride. pride. Yes, for the gays, for the girls and the gays and the days, happy and the pride queers, month. and Happy Pride Month. People mm. were angry that um, <gasps> that woman. <laughs> People were angry that woman was woke. People. <laughs> I'm surprised, you know, people, people were angry about Rulwitz. Tell me what you saw, and then I'll say what I saw. Can I just say, South Africa is one of the first countries to have, like, legalized gay marriage everywhere in the country. I think it was, like, 2011, right? That we, like... I think it's even earlier. Probably, I think so. I wrote it in an assignment the other day. Anyway... Anyway. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't... Whatever. So, I think it was 2011. So, so I, I'm still... I'm still like seriously shocked that people were so mad at Woolworths being like, hey guys, happy Pride Month. And also, people were just like, and I also love that Woolworths took that stand because a lot of South African brands don't. Do that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like they were selling, like, it wasn't like they had the flag all over the store. They literally just said, happy Pride Month. And then people like, and the proceeds are going to, to LGBTQ. Communities, yes. and Which then and then people are like, "I'm boycotting all it." Thank yes. you, please don't go. So we don't face you. No, don't go to Woolworths. Yeah, Woolworths is my safe space. Don't you dare. Yeah, it's don't it's, you we'll dare. make it for the girls and the gays. Don't you dare come to Woolworths while I'm looking at all the various types of bread and muffins and cookies and Woolworths. Quick meals. Oh my gosh. And if they don't, if they stop coming to Woolworths, I can get chicken on a Sunday with no oh, stress. Yes. Can you see the vision? So I please, see it. Uh, yeah. Please boycott. Also, Twitter <laughs> fuck is funny. So people were like, oh, ah, uh, when people say this, they said, yes, Woolworths pushing this woke agenda. If you ever have someone say woke agenda in public, ask them what woke means. Ask them what woke means. Watch them super in their boots. Yeah. But besides that, people literally responded woke agenda. South Africa is the wokest country. We have the wokest constitution. Alive. <laughs> exactly. Like, be fucking for real. Like, <laughs> come on now. We literally Google it. It's a fact. 
South Africa is one of the best, if not the best constitution in the world. No, we really do. We have a banging constitution. We won't talk about the implementation. But no, the constitution. No, no, we have a sexy constitution. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, yo, it takes, no, a lo- it takes a lot of effort. The fact that people, the fact that people were saying like, just a few, because also the way that you said, yeah, it's not even like there were pride flags all over the, uh, all over the, so like, what if there was, I don't know what everyone's problem is. Like, let's say the whole store was decorated for pride month. So what? Why would that be a problem? And then people, the way that people were saying like, um, what was one person's comment was literally something like, oh, I've been supporting Woolworths for years, but you have officially lost my support. Okay. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Why is it always... Let, a- let, don't let the door hit you on the way out. And also, it's always the dumb people that are lo- the loudest, don't you think? Dude, woke agenda. Woke agenda. Also, it shows that some of these people are not friends with people that in the are community. In the community. Okay, obviously, they wouldn't be because they... There's some they're homophobic, transphobic, <laughs> but like people in the community, because the people in the community barely ever talk. The ones I've met and the mm. people I've talked to, yeah, we don't. We barely ever talk about their sexuality. Yes, we barely ever talk about their sexuality. Yes, and then people are like, oh, they make. I just, I just hate it when they they say in your face about it. Like no, that's just that, that's just their personality. That they just being themselves, and just because you know that they have a sexual preference that you don't agree with, that makes you biased. Also, like, who cares who you fucking like? Just <laughs> yeah, say you. Actually, just say you're not having it good. Like, I don't yeah. care what they're doing behind closed doors. Also, besides, like this thing of it's in your face, that's a lie because there are some people like me mm-hmm. that people wouldn't know. Also, quick question. What about the straights who are in your face about it? <laughs> Very Excuse much me. in your face. We see it everywhere in television. That's what I'm saying. Everything, everything is hetero-coded. Everything. <laughs> You're blinking. What? <laughs> you were doing the like, what are we doing here? <laughs> no, like, it's really, I no, don't but know. It's um, because, okay, no, because imagine, you, like, imagine the... No one ever says that construction workers catcalling a bunch of women is in in your face about their, their their heterosexuality. No one ever says that. No one ever says that someone is like in your face about it if like a girl is showing her <laughs> friends like hot guys that she's yeah. attractive. No one ever says that that's in your face about their sexuality. Just because some people in the community might have more flamboyant personalities, which makes them much more entertaining friends and just better people to be around. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they are like forcing you to be gay, dude. No one's literally, no one's, dude. They're not standing in front of you going, Kiss me, hey, kiss me, kiss me right now, dude. Uh, that's the thing, they're not doing that. Maybe you're just internally fighting because maybe you want to kiss them, Ooh, maybe you want to kiss them. Maybe in the back of your mind, something is telling you, oh, Give him a little peck. Oh, <laughs> give him a little kiss. But then what comes? Something happens in the, in the patterns of the brain, and then what comes out of the mouth is, I'm not going to support bullies anymore. Everyone's so in the face about it. No, like there's even a TikTok sound that's like, yeah, that's bad. But what 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 about the gays? What must we do about the gays? <laughs> people use that sound like they'll be like, um, they've used captions like. 
African politicians when their country is going through the most. And they be like, <laughs> what are we going to do about the gays? Like, anyways, besides that, Pride Month is the least of our problems as South Africans. Yes. So if you want to boycott someone, boycott the current government. Yes. Don't vote for them. Don't. Don't you dare stick a pride flag on that voting ballot. <laughs> I rate so you stick a pride flag or on the party you don't like. The yes. <laughs> and watch people not vote. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine we just go around like like when when voting times come and, yeah. and we just go and we just like stick I'm not saying party names. Allegedly. This is a bit <laughs> I don't want to be shut down in my house. <laughs> no, but could you imagine we walked around with like pride flags and we just stuck them on all the like, like vote for us, vote for us. We just stuck on pride flags. Or we get like, we edit it and print out like a pride flag type of version of that yes, party. Yes, so that it's like unavoidable. Yeah. <laughs> And we go to, yeah, yeah you know, you, yeah, weed out all the like, you know, the, the homophobic voters. Yeah. So that they can vote the opposite way. Exactly. Reverse psychology. Yep. Wow. We are so smart. Yeah. But anyway, yes. Happy Pride Month. We love you all. And yeah, we Be love who you are for your pride. And that ends that section. Yeah. <laughs> um, seeing as we enjoyed Reddit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love Reddit. Week. I love And it's that. our one-year anniversary of us being on Reddit. Yes. We started a Reddit account before we started recording episodes. Yeah. Reddit DM. can be a bit problematic, I won't lie. Oh, it's kind of like everything, isn't it? It is. Twitter is also... Okay, yeah, but Twitter... You know what the problem is? We actually... Like, the taste that I wrote yesterday was about this. It's kind of this... I'm going to explain it, like, very briefly because... Yo, I'm hot full of this subject already. <laughs> just because yeah. I've written so many tastes about it. Anyway. So, pretty much, like... A lot of theorists are saying that we're living in the post-truth era. Yes. Where, in the sense of, instead of acknowledging, like they did in modernist periods, where painting or... I'm doing modernism. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I love us. Anyway. So, instead of, like... Girls in, in humanities. <laughs> All the girls in STEM are hating us. Girls in hum. Girls in hum. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it a thing. Girls in hum. Girls in hum. Anyway, so in modernism, the whole thing was kind of like people were pursuing this absolute truth. Everyone believed that there was one way to do art, one way to write stories, one way to present yourself to the world, and there was one absolute truth, and everyone. And their mother was trying to find this truth. And that's why you had a lot of theorists like Clive Bell and Clement Greenberg and a lot of guys like that who I don't necessarily agree with what they were saying. I actually kind of hate their view on art necessarily, just for me personally. Um, but that's why you kind of had that those paintings that everyone's like, oh, I could have done that. Where it's just like a red circle on a page or it's... Yeah. No, that's a Japanese flag. <laughs> oh, Lord. Kind of where you have like, where you have like a... Yeah. Painting where it's just like splatters of paint or you have uh, like a lot of the Russian painters literally just had like black like 
canvases, you know, just a black canvas, and they sold that for millions. But the reason that that was such a big thing was because people believed that this one truth in art was the formalist way, like the formalistic way of art, which is where you only pay attention to the formalist principles of art. So line, texture, color, yeah, the rules, you, basically. Exactly, the rules. You just, like, go, you just follow the rules, and there is, there's no interpretation. The viewer is completely removed from the artwork. That's when you had things like the wide cube gallery, where nothing was on the outside, and you only got to see the art if you were part of the elite that got to see the art. So it was a very elitist sort of view on art. So what we're living in now is a post-truth era, which is saying exactly the opposite of that. That's why now, I mean... There are a lot of like free art galleries now. A lot of the artists, um, well, that's where you have a lot of street art as well, because mm -hmm. that's like art is being made accessible to everyone because it's supposed to be for everyone, yeah. And that's why, even at like very, very expensive, like almost like historical elite in quotation mark museums, you would have people putting the paintings of the artworks outside the building, like even just like. Like, like projections of them you know or people would project project like artworks on white walls or whatever so the whole thing is now that we are getting to this age of the post-truth where everyone has their different interpretation of every artwork and yeah. that means that everyone has their own truth and your interpretation of it is not wrong exactly like there is no wrong interpretation there is only your experience of your truth like everyone has their own truth yeah but then with the post-truth like that is amazing the fact that we are like acknowledging multiple truths the fact that we are acknowledging subjectivity the fact that we are bringing art back to people instead of just having it as the sword to hold above like the poor people's heads you know like people are bringing it back to to the layman if you want to like put it like that but now the problem is because we live in such a world and because everyone has their own truth a lot of people also feel the need to speak out about their truth which we all have the right to do but because of the clutter on social media it leads to a lot of unjust not, not necessarily unjust but unsupported evidence and unsupported facts you brought up a great fucking point yeah because you missed out of this girl uh-huh you see how People also mix opinion and fact. And yes, yes. This girl, her name was Brittany Scorable. Uh huh. On um, she came on TikTok using Beyonce's Wi-Fi and Jay Z's internet. <laughs> what did she do? And using Blue Ivy's router, <laughs> she came and said, "Um, I'm just gonna summarize." But she came on her TikTok. She had quite a following. She came on TikTok and then she said, guys, I'm back from South Africa. I can finally talk about this. I felt unsafe if I talked about this in the country. I was scared like something was going to happen to me. About what? Okay. And then she talks about farm murders. Uh-huh. Which is a, is an issue in South Africa. Yeah, definitely. For sure. But did she not read any articles about it? And a lot of the rhetoric she was spewing was racist. Racist. Mm. She said there's black African Americans and there's <laughs> white African Americans. And somehow she brought in Zimbabweans into the mix. Lord, what she... African Americans? <laughs> she actually said that. Yana. No, I'm sorry. Why I've does been... everyone have to be an American? Dude, what African Americans? <laughs> and then she was like, the media is not covering this. And I heard it from people 
in South Africa, um, from the safaris we went to, um, like I heard it from, like this person is a very trusted source, a very trusted source of information, and Did they you know told me this. They were just on your safari car, and 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 the media is not covering this, and people are like first of all, there's even publications. Yes, that publications that are not central that yeah. are not neutral that yes. cover this yes uh-huh there are publications that are very right yeah right wing cover right wing cover this and she didn't even read those no and she the, didn't and do she anything. was even like there were 3000 farm murders in South Africa last year and people are like no no like she in she it's an issue in South Africa yeah yes but definitely she but said black African Americans and white African Americans. No, I'm sorry, that's killing me. No, that's killing but me. But it was rooted in racism, racism, and South Africa, South Africans. Things can go left and right, but what <laughs> brings us together is dragging people. Did they not drag her on Twitter? People dragged her on Reddit. People dragged her on TikTok. She even had to disable her account. She published <gasps> apology today. She published no. a half-ass apology no, because today, you know yeah, and then and then after that video, she was like, oh, "There's those South Africans. Thank you so much for bringing um shining lights on the topic." And then, and a few videos later, she was like, "You see comments like this? I'm very happy that I spoke out about it because there are people messaging me thanking me." No, can I just say now, that the format is. They don't just affect one race. But that's the tea no one wants to listen about because farm murders also affect the people working on the farms. That's what I'm saying. Working on the farms are also not. No, that's what I'm saying. But never mind that. Like, there have been. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to do what she did and, like, tell you a number. But there have for sure been victims of all races. It's not not a, a racially. Power. It's not a racist thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's, like it's a, yes, I 1000% agree. Like this is a very big like it's a problem in South Africa, and to anyone who has lost like a loved one in a format or in like a situation like that, that is horrible. And really, we give our condolences to you. But I truly and truly, in my heart of hearts, in my joints, I do not for one second think that it is a, a racist, like a racially driven thing. It, it affects everyone. It affects the victim you know, regardless of race. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the way she... I don't mind that... Okay, actually, the whole video was a problem. I should show you the video. The whole Mm. video was a problem because, first of all, she didn't research. Yeah. And second of all, she put in a big... uh, a big bowl of racism in there as well. No, but that's what I'm saying because that has no place... But this is and, what like, Post Truth speaks about because, like, that racism and, like, hatred and everything, that has no place in a topic like farm murders. Like, that is a very sensitive, very, like, harsh reality. It's a very sad topic. Like, people lost loved ones in that. And now you want to, like, fuel it with hatred. Now you want to, like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Why not pr- approach the subject with, like, empathy and research? Dude, she even, even said the government is giving... Um, gives black African Americans the land at discount. <laughs> <laughs> no, discount. Yeah, yeah. She said 
black African Americans. And the thing is, before she posted that video, she watched it back. Black African American. You were in South Africa. I'm sorry, visiting. You were in South Africa visiting. And you said black African Americans. No, I'm laughing at the white African Americans. That's the funniest. White, white African Americans. So did they they dragged her Twitter? They dragged her TikTok. They dragged her even here on Reddit. Dude, South Africans came together on that one. Yo! People <laughs> Dude, people were coming and she was like, I was even so which is fine. That's how she felt. She was like, I was so scared when I was in South Africa. I had to check twice if my doors was locked. That's how she felt. That's yeah, that's felt. fine. That's a personal experience. Yeah, that but Lord, did they dragged her every color of the rainbow that is the rainbow you know also of South like... Africa dragged the fuck out of this girl. She even disabled her account. I also wow, don't like the whole South thing. The fact that she the fact that she is saying it feels like she's pushing the narrative that everyone is already thinking of like stereotypical South Africa. Like she's pushing the stereotypical narrative of like everything is unsafe. Everything is horrible. People don't speak about this. Blah blah blah. She's so yeah, people are like her source was her source, trust me, bro. <laughs> and she and went, this, okay. And this and she was like, guys, this is a very like a person like a very trusted opinion. He was he was probably the Uber driver. <laughs> not not even it was the safari driver. Yeah. <laughs> very trusted opinion. Did they that's one thing about South Africans. Thank you. Shout out to her because her sacrifice brought us together for mm. a small time. Mm, she's the martyr. Yeah, she brought mm. us together as South Africans. Yeah. And she published an apology. So No, but truly, no, but that's that's genuinely the problem with the post truth because now we have all of these platforms where you can post unsubstantiated quote unquote evidence to use as like a confirmation bias because that's another thing because we have like all of this information literally at our fingertips you could literally go on to any platform right now and if i believe that gnomes are real i could find you like articles on articles about why gnomes are real yeah like i can find evidence to support my truth because i'm going out looking for it so that's the confirmation bias thing that's exactly what she did like she already went in with this feeling of i'm feeling unsafe and she pushed that narrative and someone's going to use her video as a source to quote to say look this is why my truth is right yep and it's someone's going to use her video in an argument someone's going to use her video to push the narrative that she falsely claimed and the line is very much blurred with opinion and facts especially on social media oh my can i just tell opinion you right opinion and mm. a fact mm. it's getting blurred like it's getting blurry and blurry every day. Yeah. People don't know the difference. I understand people will be like, for example, in a joking way, I can tell you for a fact I'm a baddie. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like but there are some people. No, but no, I know, I know that's just like obviously like colloquial terms, but that's actually that actually carries a lot of weight because in this one article, I think uh, I think it's, it was a philosopher. Her name was Hannah Arendt. Um, she was a baddie, but anyway, so she she wrote that. In this post-truth era, it's kind of this thing where if you want to... I mean, obviously, the whole thing about the post-truth era is taking the power away from from there only being one truth because then you get, like, dictatorship and authoritarianism and whatever, you know? 
So she was saying, so how, how do you get the power away from being a fact? Is you turn the fact into opinion. That's how you change the power. That's how you change the dynamic. That's so true. It's crazy, right? Dude, I'm even reading... Fuck, all of this is connecting. I'm reading 1984 by George <gasps> Are you really? Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm, re- I'm past halfway. And I'm not going to spoil much, but like this person, the main character, mm. basically his job is to rewrite um past things, rewrite past things. Oh my and gosh. And change it to fit the agenda of the party in power. So if the party in power look bad in old stuff, he has to change it to make it look good. In new this stuff. is so full circle. And it's, he's like, at some point, he doesn't even know what's true or what's not. The only thing he knows that happened for a fact are things that he saw. Yes, yes, time. yes, you only trust your senses. Yes, and he can't even say what's true or what's wrong because the he doesn't even know what year we in we could have been in year 2000 and 100 yes yes in year 1984 yeah but the fact that they he's there to change uh-huh. so much of history it's like what the fuck is like what's real yeah because they've changed all these facts mm-hmm. and the only and then after they've changed the facts from the original thing they'll burn it yeah so the only people that know what happened for sure are living people and living people cannot live forever but yes. these books can live forever yes it's just crazy i haven't it's finished insane. the book though no, because i i i like recently finished the book tender is the flesh which is a very heavy book if you are easily triggered i would not recommend it but it's basically about this dystopian future i'm not going to spoil it so this is all pretty much in the first 10 pages so if you still want to read it after this don't worry it's spoiler free you can still read it and i would recommend it it's very fast paced if you can handle the disgusting triggers anyway so in this book as well the way that you were saying like they change um the they change past events to fit the party in power in this book what kind of happens is it's in the it's in this dystopian future and pretty much all the uh, some some other virus got into farm animals and that started pre- spreading to domestic animals and then it started spreading to wild animals until like literally every single animal like had to be wiped out and then people had to transition to eating human meat so then people start farming humans, humans yeah which is pretty it's very it's pretty hectic but anyway so it's about how they never call it a person they call it a head so it's like calling it a cow. Like yeah. They call it a head. So it's changing it to make it more palatable. And they also they don't they don't call it like human foot, like in the in the stores. They don't call it human ribs. They don't call it something. They call it special meat. Because it's changing. It's change. You can change the power of so much. I know uh, people who do enjoy philosophy. The French philosopher Michel Foucault. He has a lot of theories on power. Yeah. And when he writes about the power, the power of knowledge being. Um, and language yeah the power of language and diction the way that people change like one word special meat now all of a sudden it's fine it's cannibalism but they yeah. call it special meat and it's the exact same that you just described in ni- 1984 where people are changing things from the past or the present to make it more palatable for the general public who they want to exert power over yeah so that they can because because like you said the books will live on forever yeah. Anyway. Look at us being dystopian girlies. Damn, we, we're kind of smart, aren't we? 
Yeah, damn. Like girls in ham. Girls in ham. Let's make it a thing. Girls in ham. Girls in ham. I don't care. Girls in ham. Girls in ham. Shout out to the girls in ham. Ham is hard. Ham is pretty hard. It sounds like. Tell the steamers, tell the steamers that ham is hard. <laughs> I want the steamers to come. Now, credit to the girlies in STEM. Because no, we love of... you. Yeah, we love you. We love you. The men in STEM, though? <laughs> we laughing because both our fathers are in STEM. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> peeping it. <laughs> the boys are paid. The boys are paid. The bulls are paid though. The bulls are paid though. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's get into Reddit. Yo, we spent a little dystopian. <gasps> Damn, we did kind of good. I, I, no, I Girl, you ate that. Scrum the yum yum. Purple. guys like it yes please tell us if you enjoy oh us. please like, recommend dystopian books maybe we'll put that on the questions for spotify but yes dystopian books yeah yeah dystopian YA, whichever i love a good YA. a young adult mm-hmm. yeah i do actually it kind of slaps like you know you read a lot of like i haven't from- read i haven't read 14 hour stars and i'm not going to no it's not worth it sorry I'm being serious. No, I'm being dead serious. It's not worth it. It was like just the other day, it celebrated nine years since the movie. I would rather, if you read John Green, I would rather have you read Turtles All the Way Down. I have it in my shelf if you want to read it. It's pretty good. I would rather recommend that over Fault in Our Stars. I think, I think it's Hank Green or is it Tom Green? One of them got diagnosed with cancer recently. What? Which is really sad because I used to watch like. Crash course literature yeah. on YouTube when oh, you yeah, you watch <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, so shit. Anyway, please please let us know if you enjoy us talking about our oh, studies and, and things in the academic field that we find interesting and dystopian things. Before I go into this thing on Reddit, uh-huh. I'm I excited. also saw um how you feel about Tom Holland. What about him? New information? No, like about him in general yeah eh. as an actor oh as an actor um i mean i think i think he has talent i think he has talent as an actor but i'm not like blown away does that make sense like yeah. to me i can acknowledge he hasn't reached there yet no to me i have i can acknowledge that he's an incredible actor but to me he's not like on my top five you know what i mean yeah, he's not. He's not my top ten. No, but he's he's wonderful. He's great. Like, I mean, you can't dispute the fact that he has incredible acting talent. But to me, in every movie he plays, he just gives like boy next door vibes, and I don't know how he's going to break out of that. That is fuck. It's like you read my mind. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I can't judge his other works because I've only watched him from Spider Man. I don't love him as Spider Man. That's my controversy. You love opinion. Andrew Garfield Spider Man. I not? got attached to Andrew Garfield. Oh my gosh! The moment when he couldn't save Waterface, Gwen. Gwen. <laughs> no, um, I I've only watched him, so I can't judge him. Yeah, yeah. His other works, but he released like a series 
Um, or thingy. It's called the crowded room. Oh. And it's not, it's not doing well. Wait, is it a series? Did he write? Is he starring in no, it? No, he's starring it? in it. But it didn't go. It's not going well. And now it's like all his works outside Marvel. Yeah. Um, haven't been doing well critically. Ah. Or they haven't. They haven't been doing well with critics. Like after the series went badly. Um. No. Like, what do you mean? Like, did did everything outside of Marvel start going badly because of the series? No, being just so like all his his works outside, outside of Marvel, Superman mm. haven't done well critically and money wise. Yeah, and like I read something like a headline. I've read the headline, not the article mm. that said he might be taking a break after the crowded room. What? After the reviews, he's gonna take a, a bit of a break from acting. But I haven't watched his other other work. Can I just say one of the things that I saw him in that I do love him in it. And and if it's the wrong if it's the wrong person, I'm so sorry. Then I love that actor. But he was in when he was a boy, when he was a kid, he played in this in this <gasps> ballet movie, Billy Elliot. Mm, no. Are I you was thinking, thinking of, are you I'm... thinking of the tsunami one? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I watched that in primary school in the library on a, a, on a TV. No, on a on the TV in the library. Damn, you guys are TVs. Yes. <laughs> we only had the projectors. <laughs> yes, I watched that movie, the tsunami tsunami one where you ran into the pool. Yes. <laughs> no, anyway. But it's yeah, so people are like, maybe he, there needs to be a switch around. Maybe he needs a new agent. He needs mm. to find roles that are suit. But I hope he finds it because I like him. He's a very low-key actor. No, he's a, I genuinely think he's, he's, a, he's a good, okay, well, I can't say he's a good person, but he gives off a good, sincere energy. But I just think that he needs to get something to get him out of the boy next door character. Because I also think he maybe suffers a bit from the whole like child actor, kid burnout, like kid actor burnout where he was acting as a kid. So maybe people only see him as this one specific type of role. I feel like people only see him as Spider-Man yeah. because now he's that it's very limiting as exactly. getting roles. I hope he like breaks out of that. Yes, exactly. Who has been a superhero that has broken out and gotten great roles after the person who i thought of now was um scarlett johansson scarlett johansson but then yeah, chris but evans was, scarlett johansson was also in a bunch of questionable movies chris <laughs> anyway. evans recently yes chris evans knives out as ransom knives out is so good the person that i was thinking of though was robert pattinson funnily enough because he kind of got one of his first big roles as being Edward in like this teen drama. Yes, he broke and out then of he that. Started, and then he started playing in like heavy stuff, like The Lighthouse. He went opposite. And he went opposite. And the, the movie, um, what's that movie where it ends with 9-11 randomly? I can't remember. Anyway, also like a very depressing movie. So he, uh, he definitely like broke out of that. Another person, funnily enough, Zendaya. She went from, I mean, Tom Holland's girlfriend, literally Zendaya. She went from kid acting. She went from acting as Casey undercover. Please don't, please don't refer to Zendaya as Tom Holland's girlfriend. No, the reason I said Tom, shut up, shut up. Don't you dare say another word, shut up. No, uh, shut up. Zendaya? Zendaya? I said, I said, Zendaya 
And then I said, funny enough, Tom Holland's girlfriend, because he can't seem to do it. Oh. That was the context. Okay, sorry, sorry. Girls and hum support each other. That is the foundation that we are founding. Hashtag we're going to keep on. this. No, we Girls are. in ham. No, no, no. But you knew that's what I mean. Because it's it's funny because he can't seem to do it. But, but she did that immediately. She did it. But because she, she went from Casey Undercover and what's that other one? Ugh, I don't know. She was um, playing a bunch of... Shake it up. I wanted to dress how they were dressing with the skirts and the pants. But she oh. also did it. She broke out of it also nah, the way she mm-hmm. did it. Because mm. she was getting like invited to the red carpets or her red carpets before was she not popping off so la roach also shout out to him they were <gasps> yes. dressing her in la before she got these yep. bigger, bigger roles to show people that hey she's growing up give her the yes roles that yes because she's growing she up comes and she does things like euphoria and what was that other malcolm and marie or malcolm yeah i haven't watched that one me neither but it seems i've like seen clips hi but that's what i'm saying like Lord. she she did she made that transition so smooth I think it, it was maybe difficult for Tom Holland. I mean, I'm just like speculating now because he was like a British kid actor. So he was playing in all these like musicals or some movies where they needed a kid, but he didn't have something like a network like Nickelodeon or Disney Channel or do you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. Anyway, oh, yeah. so yeah. Anyways, good luck Manifesting us talking to Zendaya. Maybe have a fun <gasps> one day. I would love talking to Zendaya. You know what's crazy? What? We'd be taller than her. We, you. Okay, I'd be taller than her. Zendaya, you've got competition. Keep your man at home. <laughs> I'm joking. Yana's craft. <laughs> no, but I seriously, I think I'd be. Yeah, I think I'm taller than her. Guys, I think about this because you know when people take photos with celebrities, and it's like a tall celebrity, it's someone like I don't know Taylor Swift or, or Zendaya or like Blake Lively. And people are always like standing in this, and you can always see which one's the fan. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, damn, if I have a good enough outfit on, we'd look like friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have the same lights. Also, talking about, um, there's a new series released by HBO. It's called The Idol. I have not watched it. <gasps> I saw it's out. I'm going to watch it. I have not watched it though. They is not, it was a um, series that apparently was critiquing how it is being a woman in the industry okay and there was this female there's a woman director and then apparently she got fired and what? then sam Levinson came in and the the series became what it was critiquing <gasps> people like people like behind the scenes have said or like in production yeah yeah yeah, people, yeah people don't think about we've said They've said the movie has become what it's essentially critiquing. Now, if that's not post-truth, then I don't know what it is. And that's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like The Wolf of Wall Street, where it's kind of making fun of the the Wall Street people. But the people who are misreading the movie thinks that it's praising that. Yeah. I get what you're saying. That's insane. So... Yeah, yo, it, it's not looking good. Why did they fire the woman director, the female director? I don't know. But they've got Sam Levinson and people are starting to critique Sam Levinson's work. They realize he's, they, like on Twitter, the popping side of the Twitter app yeah. on saying he's very obsessed with nudity to get a story across. That's like Dan Schneider being obsessed with feet on Nickelodeon. Yeah, mm. and nudity, particularly 
with women that are blonde that mm. like there's a pattern oh that's kind of gross so it's really gross when you can see the director's fetishes in the movies yeah do you know what's weird though right do you know what baz lerman's fetish is is pin drops like the whole i mean why did they take the director of what is it transformers baz lerman directed transformers right? i don't know i feel like he never watched the movie and then they gave him elvis he's the guy that directed elvis Damn. Yes. I did not like the direction of Elvis. I liked the acting. The acting was great. Except Tom Hanks. His acting was questionable. But the acting was great in the film. And the writing was good. But some of the directing, some of the director's choices, like, remember at the beginning, we went and saw the movie together. Yeah. We were screaming the whole time. But in the movie, like, the way that it started, with Tom Hanks randomly being in, like, a gambling hall, just saying, like, this is how it all started. And then the camera spins out suddenly. It's a drone shot. Now we're in, like, the rural town where Elvis grew up, blah, 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 blah. It's kind of like, it just felt like, it felt like the Titanic, ugh, Titanic. It felt like the Transformers director was directing Elvis. Oh, Do you I get see, what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember also all those parts? I mean, the rest of the film, like, a lot of the film is so, like, accurate to the time. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a period piece. It's yeah. supposed to be a period piece. So a lot of the film... It's very accurate in representing the period piece, but then in the middle, there's a remix with Doja Cat. <laughs> Don't lie, we're getting lit in the cinema. No, I love that. I love that. It just felt weird because now imagine, imagine Little Women, and then in the middle, it's like single lady starts playing. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It just has a weird vibe, and then but then all of a sudden when he walks across the street. Here's Doja Cat, and then, hey, let's get a drone shot, like, zooming in, pin-dropping on Elvis. Anyway, that was just weird to me. I didn't like those directing choices. Uh, says the girl who wants to be a director. I would make so many good choices. Anyways, you need to watch Mad Max. Fury I, know, I haven't watched it. Because it's been that... You know a lot of action films are edited by women? No way. That film, Mad Max, was edited by the director's wife, I believe, and she's never edited a movie, and she ended up winning an Oscar for it. (gasps) Women in Home. Yeah, I think it's something... Fuck, I have to find the video, but they were like, women just know, really like storytelling and putting up together a story. Yeah, like storyboarding and like... Yeah, even the way we talk. Something like that. But yeah. No, but if you see a bunch of girls like even, telling a story to each other. Even um this guy, Quentin Tarantino's editor is his name her name is Sally, I think. She's oh edit- she's yeah. I love that. I oh no, that. um women back in the day in Hollywood, I think they were also editors. So uh-huh. I think that's why. But yo guys, please, please, please. This is not factual. No, this is I, not fact. It's coming off the dome. It's this is not speculation. Speculation is coming off the dome. I watched this video quite a while back. Allegedly is key. Okay, so we're going to finish off with our last segment as if the other segments were blank. Reddit. Yeah. Finally, we're getting to the Reddit part. <laughs> um, what's something you secretly judge people for? Ooh. Oh, this is a difficult one. No, you go first. I have to think about this, actually. <clears throat> I don't... I don't judge people for a lot. I have a few pet peeves. Yeah, I guess that kind of counts as judging. You know what it is? What? 
smelling bad. Not, not necessarily smelling bad, like smelling that you just came from the gym. I'm talking about breath stinking. I have all the heart, time, like smelly breath. That just, ugh. Uh, I just, I can't do stinky breath. I'm sorry. Even if I can like feel in my breath, like I can feel in the morning when I wake up. First thing I want to do is brush my teeth, like use some Listerine or something. I don't know. That's just like a personal thing. And I know that like bad breath doesn't necessarily mean that you have bad hygiene. That's just a personal thing for me. Like when I have smelly breath, I completely judge myself for that as well. I don't know. I can't think. Ooh, not throwing trash away. That's something I hardly <gasps> judge people. Secretly. Hardcore. Now you gave me an idea. Mm-hmm. People that roll down their window and throw rubbish. <laughs> outside that was exactly what i was referring to. we can't even say to people in south africa you can throw disposal <clears throat> like things that can rot we can't even yeah. say that because some people it, let's just not throw anything out. now let's just not throw anything what about we just walk to the dustbin no but that you know and also people um putting out cigarettes on the road like leaving cigarettes on the road oh yeah can't. Sorry, I'm judging you for it. Or like on the outside table thing, uh-huh. someone had a cig, uh-huh. and then they like just like dabbed it yeah. and just left it there. Yep, yep. That that I I silently judge. I secretly judge that people that smoke cigarettes. I kind of silently judge people that vape, but people that are like obsessively vaping. Like the kind of person where they would like stop everything that you like. You could be telling them the most horrible story. Like you could be unpacking all of your trauma on them, and they would just be thinking, oh, I, "I left my vape." Oh, and they stop you mid sentence. We have to find my vape. I don't know where it is. Have uh, you been with people like that? Yes. Not anymore. Because I went snip snip. <laughs> no, not, cut not like off. that bad. But it was just like I have seen people like be that obsessed. Like that's crazy to me. That's something I judge you for. We all have vices. We all have habits like that. But if you let it come in between your relationships. See, what I simply judge you people for. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I know this all the time. <laughs> Sometimes people really open up to me like a fucking flower. <laughs> come to me. I'm provoked. Like I'll ask a few questions. Oh, I'll do small talk. I feel like I'm successful at small talk. Yeah, you are. So I'll do a little small talk. Uh-huh. When people tell me their life's dreams and ambitions, okay. Um, then you're gonna <laughs> tell me how sh- you're gonna talk shit about your friend. You're yes, very, very much. Yes, yes. I judge people for that as well. If you're you- very, very much, and it's like I'm not supposed to be hearing this because also if you are talking badly about one of the closest people in your life, what are you going to say about you? me? Who? What? Are, what are you gonna say about me? And also. You're I'm not gonna, telling you anything. You are not like you, and it's mm. not even like it's a it's a, it's not even a thing that the friend knows. Even besides no. that, but like you are piling on the friend. You know what? I also, some of you piling. I judge people when they are in a group with their friends, and one of their friends has like spinach in their teeth. Tell your friend to get the spinach out of their teeth. That's not being rude. That's being kind. Yeah, if it's true. coming from a friend, it could come from a stranger. That would be worse. Yeah. Another thing I judge people for, people who don't have any tact in conversation. Like people who will, I have a rule with, don't bring anyone 
don't bring anything up in a conversation about a person's appearance that they can't change within five seconds. If it's, hey, you have an eyelash on your cheek. Hey, there's something in your teeth. Hey, just scratch here. I think you your mascara smudged a bit. That's something that can be changed. Hey, you kind of had fat feet. Um, no, that's, that's not how it People works. said that to you. No, not the fat feet, but they have said things like that to me. I don't know. I'm like, I'm curious. Sometimes someone got a big scar and I'm like, oh my gosh, how did you get the scar? No, 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 but that's, like that. that's different. I'm talking about like, okay, so I, I have pretty bad acne and it was flaring up like a, a lot a while ago. And I have this horrible habit of picking at my skin. Mm-hmm. So I would like scratch. Your scratch, skin scratch. looks so much better. Thank you. It does. Right? I didn't want to mention it because I can see. No, that's what I'm saying. Anyway. I didn't have to mention it. Hey, you can very I much can tell. I can tell. Anyway, so <laughs> I would like pick and scratch and like scab because it, I mean it's a it's a bad habit, but I mean the Side acne nose, can... um Yana's hands look like a dinosaur's hands because she scratches her hands so badly. See now that's something you don't bring up in a conversation. <laughs> scratches them really badly guys because like, i have giving, eczema it's giving dinosaur and it's i think it's so cool because i love scars <laughs> she was she grabbed my hand it was still like an open wound and started stroking all the yes scars. i started and i was like i tried pulling my hand away because i was like oh that kind of hurts and she grasped my fingers so tightly because you want to keep touching i'm fascinated by scars things like that no i love scars but what i'm saying is like i have had people like come up to me like unprovoked i'm just walking around in clicks the people at the makeup stores would you like me to to try some foundation on you so we can cover that up shame they're getting paid to do that no no i'm sorry you are getting paid to come to me and say would you like to try a sample not so you can cover that that is you ad-libbing don't ad-lib you and also, I was once at this appointment as well. And the woman was like, so why does your face look like that? Do you think it's just stressed or are you eating incorrectly? I don't think it's what she said. Maybe it's how she said it. No, no I'm no, sorry. No, face you try like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I dare face. you. I dare you to find a nice tone of voice to say, why does your face look like that? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. She could have said, so are you going through something? Yeah. Like, like, why are your skin so bad? <laughs> <laughs> but it looks so much better. It does, right? Anyway, yeah. so that those are the things that I judge people for. Hardcore. Hey, you felt that one in your soul. I did. Anyway. <laughs> um. So anyways, people said, what's something you judge, Um. you secretly judge people for? What they name their kids? <gasps> if it's a yes. normal name with weird spelling, I'm judging so hard. I saw, I saw this, um this name the other day and it was like a Pinterest it was a pin where the girl was like earthly names for girls and one of the one of the names is Oceana what? that's ocean with an A at the end yeah. dude someone's like there were twin boys at school I attended once their last name was Law their names Marshall and Coles <gasps> so Marshall Law Marshall Law Coles oh. no Coles Law oh no <laughs> Oh no! A kid in my county is named Drink Water. I'm not making this shit up. I guess it worked out for him because now he's an ambassador for Gatorade. <gasps> oh my god! My nephews go to nursery with a uh, gravity and Jupiter. 
Oh. My daughter went to daycare with a girl named Jupiter. Oh my gosh. I feel like there are some interesting names that you can get away with. Yeah. Like let's say like Jupiter I can still I can still forgive Jupiter. Do you know what I mean? Because they had a vision. Maybe they Yeah. didn't reach it. But they had a vision. But something like Michaeli Lynn, but then it's spelled with two C's, three K's, no Y, and a silent I. You know? Yeah. Or like Michaela, but it's spelled, it's not M I, it's Mc, like McDonald's. Mc Kayla. Yeah. I feel like, um, especially in South Africa, we don't have, in general, we don't have people giving their kids weird names. We have a lot of repetition of names. Yeah, we Let's really be do. honest, this, in a lot of ethnic groups, we have a lot Uh of repetition of names. And then, okay, with African names, it's very hard to change the spelling because of the vowels. huh. Yes. Names like Leanne. Oh, Lord. Uh, L we've seen, e we've L seen e so a many. h a n n e h. <laughs> We've all, all the Leannes I've met, they've not all, none of them had the same spelling. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy? None. In Hungary, you are only allowed to name your kid a certain name. Like, they have a list of acceptable names Yeah. in the country of Hungary. And if you want to name your kid something outside of those names, you have to get special permission. That would not pass in South Africa No, because it would I feel never. like It would we never. are unconstitutional as a woke country. Yeah. Pushing this woke agenda. But anyways, a lot of like South Africans, there's very there's a lot of common names. Like, okay, obviously countries have common names, but think about the amount of nails. Tatos you've met. Nero Tatos, the amount of timbers. Mm. Mm. I'm a To timber. me, to me is another one Tumi. of the things. Oh, Mm. so many Tumis. Okay, I love all let's. the Tumis I've met, though. Yeah, I'm true. just saying that. Tumis are elite. Chloe, we've Oh, met so many Chloe's. Chloe, Kayla. I feel Yo, like we have a Kayla lot of Kaylas. in Eastern South Africa. Yo, We yo, have a yo. lot of Kaylas. Um. Laura, if you're Afrikaans. <gasps> Laura, Laura, if you're English. Yo. Um, quite a few Megans in South Africa. Yes, that's so Megan. true. Megan. <laughs> yes, then it's like M E G H. Then the next one's M E A G H. The next one is M A G. No. It's it's so many like what Kaylee. are Kaylee. Yes. And the spelling's different as well. All the times. All the time. What are another there's a lot of like repetitional like Male names as well. I mean, Johannes, if we're talking about Afrikaans names. Ooh. Johan, Gerard. Yo, Gerard. Gerard is... That's quite in your face, you know? What else is there? There's a lot of Afrikaans names, especially especially men's names. I actually do think that Matthew men's names... in South Africa. Matthew. Because men's names repeat a lot because obviously, like, a father's love naming their sons. Like, like it's a familial name. Like, Yeah. it's a, it's a very traditional A family thing. name. Yeah, like a family name, you know? Um... Junior is also common um, amongst Yeah, us. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Junior. there's a lot of juniors. Mm. But, like, just their name is Junior. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, just their name is Junior. I kind of like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I've met quite a few. Aiden. Aiden is quite a lot. Adrian, even Adrian. Yeah. Brendan. Brendan <gasps> in Brendan. South Africa. Oh. Lord. Uh, There are quite a lot of Brendans. But there's a lot of Matthews.
you know what also Daniel Daniel and Daniels a lot of them and Peter and Peters <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to say it <laughs> oh I'm the first one to say it. um but yeah someone said having your bra- your b- butt crack out a little slip is fine if you realize immediately and pull your pants up but if you are lifting a if you're sitting at a table with several inches out for extended period of time, how do you not feel the blues going yes. through your canyon? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, fuck. And South African men are number one culprit of this shit. They really are. Yo, they really are. And the part that will make you want to pull your fucking hair out is the fact that they have bum crack out, but their pants has a bolt. <gasps> no! No, you know what drives me crazy? Lord, damn! You know what drives me crazy? The butt crack is out, the belt is on, but they're holding the pants in the front while they're walking. So you have to hold it from falling off. So you are aware of the fact that your crack is out and you could not be bothered to pull it up. You are physically holding the pants from falling to your ankles with the belt, but the crack is still out. I I don't even... I don't even... And... It's, it's like, why are you showing your bum? <laughs> As a man. Why, why are you showing your bum? Yeah. Like, and it's also like... That's for the girls. <laughs> what underwear are you wearing? For it That's to what be? I'm saying. Dude, the underwear has to be the oldest boxes. Like, it doesn't even have elasticity. The fact that anything. you wear boxes. Oh. Under G. Oh. Oh. <laughs> boxes. Like, oh. it has to be, it has to be like... It has to be briefs. No, I'm sorry. The underwear that falls down, not briefs. What? The one that's skin tight. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. The underwear, I'm talking about the underwear that falls down with the pants. Yeah, it's not brief. Briefs don't fall down. Boxes fall down. But it's like, yo, they'll drive you crazy because it's literally, it's the belt. It's right there. It's right there. Just pull it up. You can do it. We all believe in you. Just pull it up. Dude. Your hand is on your pants. You are holding it up. Just pull it up a little more. Come on. You can do it. Then, don't be shy. Put some more. <laughs> don't be shy. Put some more. Okay. We're running out of time. Okay. So, um, we have to add on to the playlist. Okay. Let me see what I want to add. Uh, I kind of listen to a lot of nice music this week oh i want to add one of hosea's new um songs it's called francesca it is so incredibly good i love it so much francesca mm-hmm. um, it's on his um album that's coming out in august that i i truly cannot wait for it's called unreal unreal unearth i'm so excited i truly can't wait oh i just had a song now but i've lost it oh i found it Yay. Um, Tom's Diner. Ooh. I am sitting in Suzanne a Vega. Huh? Suzanne Vega. Or something Vega, the artist. Anna Mc- McKennity. I don't know. Okay, never mind. And he's the only I am sitting at the counter. I don't know if I have all night on the playlist. By who? Um, by Beyonce. Ooh. So many Ooh, people. Oh, I'm adding it. Uh-uh. We don't have it yet. Kiss up and roll up and pull up. Kiss up and roll up and pull up on you. 
You know what I also want to add? some time to prove it. I can trust you again. So good. I want to add um, another Billie Eilish. Yeah. Because I never really got into her Happier Than Ever album. Like, I listened to it a few times, but I never really got into it like I got into her previous two. That shit's embarrassing. <laughs> you are my everything. <laughs> no, but anyway. So that, that was kind of the only song that I knew on that album. But she has so many good songs on that album. So I want to add, um, I want to add my future. Okay. Okay, guys. Oh wait, I have one more. I have one more. Last one, I promise. Yeah. Labor by Paris Paloma. I love it so much. Okay. I've been I've been playing that on repeat. My future by Billie Eilish and Paris. Paris Paloma is labor. Let me just read you some of the some of the lyrics from the song. It is it literally it sounds like a song that was written to be played in the handmaiden sale. So the um the song I don't know how to explain it. The chorus is this the capillaries in my eyes are bursting. If our love died, would that be the worst thing? For somebody I thought was my savior, you sure make me do a whole lot of labor. The calloused skin on my hands is cracking. If our love ends, would that be a bad thing? And the silence haunts our bedchamber. You make me do too much labor. Who the hell broke a heart? Oh, men. Yeah, true. No, the whole thing is like a love. It's like a, it's a love song to, to women and, uh, it's just it's so good and then this is this is some of my favorite lines it's all day every day therapist mother maid nymph then a virgin nurse then a servant oh lord just just an appendage live to attend him so that he never lifts a finger 24 7 baby machine so that he can live out his picket fence dreams it's not an act of love if you make her you make me do too much labor and they always want the woman that Trevor Noah said this once, uh-huh. or Trevor Noah's mom. They want men want to be an exotic bird collector. They mm-hmm. wanna you wanna collect this exotic bird and put her in a cage mm-hmm. so that they say they can. Please go because listen to that song. women that are more than willing to do that, but they don't want. They wanna. They want someone who doesn't want to do that. Yep. They, they want to be able to clip the feathers and stop them from flying. They want to say. I changed her. I, I changed her. Yeah, even though you found me in the club. Yep. In the club, bumping to music. In the club. In the club. Uh, wearing... Getting paid uh, for my blazers. <laughs> wearing a short skirt. You found me there in the club. With my crack out. <laughs> With my crack out. <laughs> Not the plumber's crack. My crack. You found me in the club like that. Now you suddenly think you're going to change me. Now I have an apron on. No thanks. <laughs> No, but seriously. Being a city girl, always been, I'm joking. <laughs> no, please, please, please go listen to that song. It is so, it's so good. It's it's such a, I don't know, I've just been really liking songs these days that have kind of been written as love songs to women in general. Yeah. And that is one of the most lyrically, like, it's just, I don't think I've like heard a song that lyrically cleverly written. Anyway. Okay. Thank you for listening to us for like an hour. Bye. Yeah. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, and thank you for listening. We're not right. We try to be better though. Bye. Okay. We love you and um and girls and hum. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>